daily podcast where we discuss the movie Tombstone minute by minute. I'm Rob, and joined with me is Tombstone Joe. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, good to be here. Uh, we are 120, Joe. Two hours. We've had the two minute. Yeah, two hours. Could have been mark. done 30 minutes ago if we did a normal movie. Or if you and I had edited this movie. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so in this minute, minute 120, uh, Wyatt returns to Josephine. Um, we see uh, Doc for the very last time in the sanitarium as uh, uh, he's passed away and nurses are completely ignoring him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what else are they going to do, I guess, at that point? Yeah, wouldn't even give him a shot. No, uh, we are um, we are in Denver now. It is Christmas time. We see a dreadful snowman out in the front. And uh, if you listen carefully, I was excited to hear this, but uh, Huckleberry Jim kind of uh, mentioned this too. But someone says, "I never thought I would see Gilbert and Sullivan performed right here in Denver." And Gilbert and Sullivan are these Victorian era dudes who wrote comic operas. And in the background, uh, on you'll see that at this playhouse or whatever we're at, it is, uh, I'm for sure saying this wrong, but HMS Pinafore. How's that sound, Joe? HMS right. Pinafore. Yeah, yeah, I, okay. I, I, I looked up what the, the opera was about. So I, I oh, okay. I, uh, were you familiar with this opera beforehand? Not beforehand. I just like when we were getting re- when I was getting ready for this episode. I just kind of looked up what it was about to see if it okay. was funny or worth interest. I mean, I'm it is a comic opera, so I'm sure it's funny. But I, uh, I didn't really see anything worth talking about. Oh, I I I disagree. I think there's something interesting about this, and that is the story takes place aboard the ship RMS or HMS Pinafore. The captain's daughter Josephine is in love with a lower class sailor. Ralph Rackstraw, although her father See, intends already, her to marry. You already read more than I did. I really actually just yeah. wrote what it. So the, ma- the title. So of the main character's is name is. Uh, the main character's name is Josephine. Uh so she wants to marry a lower class sailor, made Ralph Rackstraw, although her father intends her to marry Sir Joseph Porter, uh, the first Lord of the Admiralty. She abides by her father's wishes at first, but Sir Joseph's advocacy of the equality of humankind encourages Ralph and Josephine to overturn conventional social order. They declare their love for each other and eventually plan to elope. The captain discovers this plan, but as in many of the Gilbert and Sullivan operas, a surprise disclosure changes things dramatically near the end of the story. Now, Joe, I'm certain you and our listeners are wondering, what could that surprise disclosure be? Spoiler alert. Um, so we find out, I'm really, this is all Wikipedia, but uh, they are uh, on the boat and there's this big discussion and they kind of point out, you know, they want to stay together and uh, the captain's there. And then this... Um, this woman, so Sir Joseph has been taken to the brig, loaded of chains, and then this woman named Little Buttercup comes forward to reveal her long-held secret. Many years ago, when she practiced baby farming, that's the quote, Joe. What? Baby farming. <laughs> when she practiced baby farming, um, 
She had cared for two babies, one of low condition and the other a regular patrician. She confesses that she mixed those children up. The well-born babe was Ralph. Your captain was the other. So it turns out it was fine because they were switched at birth. I don't like the message of that play. There's nothing wrong with that belief system, really. It turns out this is all just a mix-up. Yeah. Uh, and then the captain is happy because he's always liked Buttercup, so now he can go with her because they're both, uh, you know, humble social rank. Ugh. Terrible. Uh, it all ends in general rejoicing, it says. But, yeah, she practiced baby farming. <laughs> I just want to say that again. Uh, yeah, that, so that's it, it, it was an early influencer of the Matrix. <laughs> so that was that was uh, HMS Pinafore. Um, so in the movie Tombstone, we see that Josephine is getting ready post show because they're saying that good night and you were great or whatever. Um, I wanna I wanna see if you notice this, Joe. Did you notice anything pinned on the mirror that Josephine is looking at? Nope. All right. Well, pinned on the mirror is a photo, and I can't tell, but I think... Oh, oh, no, I'm looking at it. Okay. I think it's a photo of her and Wyatt, like, when they went on their date, which doesn't make any sense at all. But, like, they're, like, it looks like two, like, a couple, one wearing black, one wearing white, and they're in, like, woods that looked very similar to when they uh, stopped well, riding their horses. Though. Well, what is it? It's in color. A painting? Yeah, it's just like a, a painting, a little painting. A little painting. Yeah. But it, Do you yeah, think okay. that's what that is? Do you think that's her and Wyatt? That would make sense. Yeah, I, I think so. I buy it. Well, that's very so sweet. Did, did her and Wyatt get that painting together? Or do you think she's been she thinking com- about it? She probably create, gave a description to the artist of what, what she's looking for. Do you think maybe she painted it? She is well, that date does seem to go on forever, so I suppose they did have time for someone to sit there and paint them. <laughs> Off screen, there was just some like someone just painting them. It was Morgan. <laughs> um, yeah. So okay, I think I agree. I think it's her and Wyatt in the woods. So then Wyatt shows up, and. I T- think this tucked is weird. Tucked, tucked away in the drawer, she has a very different painting from that experience. She keeps that private. <laughs> it's uh, Tucked away in the drawer is a painting of her and Wyatt on the bed and Behan sitting in a chair nearby. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> He's half in shadow. <laughs> and she's, ex- she's, ex- she's explained to Wyatt that he's not going to touch him. He's just going to watch. <laughs> A cuck to remember. Um, so, <laughs> Wyatt shows up in her dressing room. And I think this is weird. <laughs> I mean, I you know, at this point, what we, you know, we don't know the passage of time. But we know that... Uh, Doc has told Wyatt, you know, you go and and that beautiful woman, you you go you go after her. And so this is we're assuming him doing that. So he hasn't seen her since assuming uh Henry Hooker's ranch in that awful encounter. Um 
it's a lot of things you could say. Instead, he says, you ever seen the sun come down up over the Rockies? It hits all of a sudden, and below there's California, and you swear you're looking at heaven. My question to you, Joe, is how long has he been practicing this outside the room? <laughs> who wrote it for him? Yeah, who wrote this for him? I have so many questions. Who wrote this for him? What does it even mean? What is he talking about? Is he saying, let's go to California? Yeah, well, obviously is that's he- what he's saying. Come on, Rob. You got some romance in you. He wants to, her to run away with him. Just like she, just like like on- she said earlier in the movie. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to think of Okay. I'm I'm embarrassed about what I was thinking. And it also is kind of a cover for him because I think after so much time has gone by, it, he has to make it very clear that he hasn't just been sitting around at home for however many months or years. Uh he's been traveling and he's been moving around and he's realized that what he really wants is to go back to her and take her with him. Like if okay. if a woman if a woman from your past came back into your life, I know one such thing does not exist. <laughs> but if they did, and you're like, "Where have you been all these years?" I'm oh, just sitting around at home, mowing the lawn. But if she was just like, and "Well, get- I've traveled the world, lived on every continent, and I've come back here because I realized you were the one I was looking for all along." I would say the whole world. <laughs> you <laughs> would you ma- would you give a mansplaining response to it, Rob? Well, well, actually, I'm sure well, you didn't actually, see the whole world. You didn't go to Antarctica. A- That's a continent. <laughs> Just because you watched Planet Earth doesn't mean you saw the whole world. <laughs> um, I so here's what I was thinking. I'm I'm willing to admit when I was silly. I thought that potentially there was a location. This doesn't make sense because where Tombstone is in Arizona. So it's dumb. I'm admitting it's dumb. But I thought maybe there's a place in Arizona that, like, overlooked where you could see California and, like, what the scene he described can be seen. But considering Tombstone is on the southeast part of Arizona and Arizona only touches California on the west side, that doesn't make any sense considering where they went. But I thought maybe something, but then like didn't make sense because the Rockies wouldn't really be there. They like, is he talking about the right mountain the range? The is he talking about the right mountain range at this point, even with her? What? Would the Rockies even, like the Rockies aren't touching California. Well, the Sierra Nevadas are. Yeah, California. but those aren't the Rockies. Those are a different mountain range, right? Yeah, that you know, you're right. It is correct. So, but that's in what California. I'm yeah, I don't know. On a on a clear day, could you see all the way to California from some part of the Rockies? Maybe. I I, I really don't know. No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think you could. But I I think he is just taking a little poetic artistic license here. I really hope we get some angry emails about this. Hey, idiots! Look at a map. <laughs> Um, what is like, why are we fact checking that? Who cares? Because we're doing this minute by minute, Joe. What else are we going to talk about? (laughs) Then why are we doing the show? Well, let's just quit. Let's just stop now. 
There's nothing to talk about anymore. People are like, oh. What are you Tom setting Mix. your drink on? It sounds like you're setting it on like a drink. I have a new setup here, and it's wonderful. And It sounds I like you're setting just... it on metal. No, it's not metal. It's wood. Hmm. Okay. I believe it's oak. These are these are uh, this this uh, this it's table echoing. Here is if made... it was oak, it wouldn't be mm-hmm. echoing. This is made from the same wood uh, of the tree that Johnny Ringo died up against. <laughs> I found it and had this custom made. I had it whittled. I had that tree cut down. <laughs> <laughs> it's this wonderful table just for this podcast, right next to my uh, Val Kilmer art. Um, did you ever submit a photo on the Tombstone Minute social media feeds of your picture hanging up? I don't think I have. Um, oh, you should do that. What I should do is I should, uh, yeah, I should take a picture of the Powers Booth studio I'm in right now, and you can see the microphone, the computer, the artwork. I think you should. Uh, you should tag Val Kilmer and see if maybe he'll see it and want to be on the show. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Val. We've already. Uh, We've already recorded all our minutes, so oh God, what if we said no? Sorry, we're already, we already have topics for the remaining weeks. Um, yeah, if you'd like to be on our next to- podcast, that would be fine. On a you're movie ne- that you're not in. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be pretty great. You should do that. Pretty- actually, I I feel like there's maybe like a one percent chance you would at least respond to the tweet. When I bought the artwork, you can write a little custom message and i mentioned this podcast on my message um yeah but he didn't see that nothing happened out of that well hey he's busy i don't i don't expect anything and i do like my artwork it's of uh doc holiday joe do you have anything else on this minute no uh, i look at my notes oh no okay, i didn't write anything notes? down so nope <laughs> i think i do like uh why it's uh, red tie really pops like his outfit yeah he dressed up um i like how he does a donald trump style entrance into her dressing room he just walks in <laughs> he didn't grab her though yeah true yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh i just want to uh let our listeners know tombstoneminute.com we're on itunes joe we have 17 ratings the good news is they're all five stars. The bad news is we're three away from 20. I think the other bad news is eight of the reviews are from dummy accounts. I Rob set up. <laughs> no, <laughs> I have not written a review for my own show. Good. Um, but the bad news is I think we're going to have to bring something to the, to the picnic. What's your specialty for a potluck? What do you bring? Um, so am I going or is, am I going with my family where I can ask my wife to do something that she's talented in? You have to make something for the potluck. I have to make something. Um, oh, I make a, uh, a jalapeno like dip, like a, like a cheese dip. That's really good. What? And spicy. Why haven't I had it yeah. yet? We don't, I don't, I don't know. We don't. You just missed out. <laughs> I've hung out at your house hundreds of times for like movie nights and watching games, board yeah. game nights, and you've never made it. 
Well, I mean, I'm just not going to make it for you and I. That's too much work. You have other people there for board game nights. Yeah. Now all of our listeners are like, oh my god, they do board game nights. I'm shocked to hear that. Oh yeah, they mentioned the Renaissance Fair once. Gosh, these guys might be dorky <laughs> with their show. <laughs> oh well, I would re- very much like to try that. You should please bring that okay. to uh, to uh, I forgot his name now. Tim Cook. Tim Cook. Yeah, uh, grill out. Yeah, I hope he's not too spicy for him. Uh, yeah. Um, so TombstoneMinute.com, Tombstone Minute on Twitter, Tombstone Minute on Facebook. We're getting to the end of this. We're two hours in. We have 10 minutes left, and I think only like, what, two or three minutes of actual stuff? Maybe two? Uh, I, I marked on our schedule one. The last minute with visual content is going to be next week, Friday. So we have five episodes left. Is that? But is visual content just them walking? Yeah, that the... I included as as visual content. I think we only have like one or two more episodes where things happen. Okay. All right. That means well, lots of time for nonsense. Lots. Of t- <laughs> yes, lots of time for nonsense. I stick with us. We'll make. I'm sure there will be some story that will come out that will make it worth it. Yeah. Um, I'm confident, actually. At that, that's it. That's it. We're it, right? Two hours in. We have 10 minutes left of this. Two weeks. And we'll be back next week. Can't wait. All right. See ya.